previously on Will Save. The troops' troubles with the troll and its trollop took more turns than a whirling dervish, but the crew aligned their energies to vanquish the beasts, overwhelming their genetics in a fury of forces. Bernice finally overwhelmed the troll with her dual damage dealing vapor cavitation pistol, and Rick 19 nearly struck out against the polyp in the 10th round of combat, save for the help of the herring fire provided by Colin's wisp ally. And with the foes vanquished, the crew now turns its attention back to the saving arms of the stewards. But will this welcome wagon whisk our warriors out of this warped wonderland? Or are our would-be warlords wishful thinking leading them into a wickedly devised web of woe? Find out this time on Will Save. Wednesday, and you're tuning in to episode 69 of We'll Save the Podcast, coming right out of KJKWLA. Sorry, I misspoke that on air. How are we doing? I'm going to go to my co-host, Renny Vodriguez. Oh, greetings, listeners. How are we doing in KLAX? <laughs> it's a great day to be on the air, yeah? It's a fantastic... Sorry, there's a breaking story coming in from one of our other co-anchors, and that co-anchor is Jelly Killiam. Hey, what's up, John? I'm up here in the KTLA copper, just checking out on uh, the... There's there's, there's some guy as a rocket launcher. He's aiming it right... Oh, there's a squad! All right, well, we're getting some... We're getting some static. We'll check back in on him later. Let's move to our weather man, uh, Lauren Decker. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm just covering the weather down here in Antarctica. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> cold outside, but, you know, the sun's out, so that's a plus. You seen any penguins? <laughs> No, penguins said it's too cold. They left. Jeez. Well, thanks for that, that wild update. And uh, before we get... Yeah, if, it, if, if anything changes, I'll let you guys I'm know. I'm sorry. We're going to have to cut you off. Gonna... We'll talk to you in three months. <laughs> and we're going to turn finally to our sports consultant. What's the news in sports? Mr. Billiam Jarrett. Uh, the men's curling <laughs> competition of, uh, of note is finished and concluded. They all got drunk and decided not to play. That's it. That's the story. (laughs) That's our show. That's episode 69. What's up, everybody? How we doing today? I'm asking you, the players, not the listeners. Super. Thanks for asking. 
tone yeah. down that enthusiasm. I'm just kidding. Jeez. We love our listeners. <laughs> God. Wow. Yeah. We're all still guys. recovering from that last fight. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even now, a week later, you're like, oh, God, I'm really <laughs> feeling it, man. It's really intense. I'm just sad that Rog is dead. That's my yeah. biggest my biggest thing right now. My biggest Have you also woken right up now. with chills about his death? You're like, <gasps> I had a dream. It was a nightmare where we lived it over and over and over again. Aww. But I am glad that we're done with this freaking troll. <laughs> That's true. I just hope we can get off this freaking station. That's true. I'm so ready. But before we get there, yep. you know what's coming. We talked about it last time. We did? Two truths and a lie. Um, oh my god. Real quick. Oh no. Who wants to be the person? Last time it was Billy and Jarrett. A.K.A. William Garriott. That's one of his aliases. Who wants to go next? One of many aliases. One of many aliases that all rhyme with William Garrett. Cool. Any takers? First? Man, I I had them like already last week. Really? And now I'm like I don't I don't know I can't think of anything. All right. Well, you're going, Kev. Let's start with Kev. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Two truths and a lie. You spoke at first. Let's see what you want to do. Give us your uh, number one. Man, I've, I got nothing creative going on here. Jeez. <laughs> That's not fair. Your life is taken. I mean, dude, yeah, you have a, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you've got a pretty crazy life. Like, you have a lot of stuff to pull from. I don't think Kev's been in the Navy. Yeah, that's for example. That's just, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, that's it. That's the first one. Um, okay, so two truths and one lie. So I'll start with the lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my first <laughs> my first flight was actually on a helicopter. Oh. Okay. Um Plausible. and then let's see, what's a what's a good truth? I I don't like ice cream. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Uh let's see a lie now. Oh wait, I did my lie. Yeah. Uh, another truth. truth. I have been to fifteen countries. Mm. You pause before everyone, so you're playing a little mind game with us. So I don't know which one is a lie, which one is the truth. I truly don't. I'm going with ice cream. Kev seems like a Kev seems like a cake no ice cream kind of guy. I mean, if he doesn't like spicy food and then doesn't like ice cream, that's pretty weird, right? I mean, what are the chances? Yeah. Of that? So I have to spot the lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with ice cream as well. I think I he's think been I, I to more true. than 15 countries. I actually think it's the first one. I think the first one's a lie. I'm actually going to go with you on that one. So is it my turn to say it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, the lie is the 15 countries. I think I've only been to like eight. Oh. I'd have to count them to be sure. Um, but Can you name uh, all of them no, right my, now? My, nah, I probably could. I'm not going to, though. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was join <laughs> no, the Navy, I, see the world. Unless you're on a submarine, I guess. That wasn't my lot. That was that was. He's yeah. got to see the inside see of the nuclear fish. reactor. Yeah, <laughs> and fight the troll every day. Actually, yeah, yeah. Fight uh, the troll inside the reactor. Troll killing. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I'm sorry, Kevin. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, my first flight actually was on a helicopter. Oh. Um, I had a friend that was filming something in LA and was won some aerial shots, and he had an extra seat. and was like, "Come join me," and I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." My next fight was in the Navy. <laughs> that was uh, Yeah, and then what was the other one? Um, oh, yeah, no, I just don't like ice cream. I don't, I don't really like ice cream. It's not my thing. Have okay. you tried all the flavors? Like, is it just the like, texture? Yeah, yeah, they're, all they're, the flavors. Nope, still hate There it. are, like, ice creams that I, I will eat, but, like, I don't... They'll if I was given a choice between, like, ice cream and uh, cake, I'd choose cake. Yeah, between the two, I probably would as well. What about ice cream, cream with cake? cake? 
ice cream cake. No, 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 I'm I'm going or ice cream. not a fan of gelato. Cake and ice cream together. So, gelato. Pie so I, I really like ice cream. Ice cream is one of my favorites. There's a spot in Portland that I went to once uh, with a buddy of mine. I was traveling with vocalist, and uh, it's called Salt and Straw. So I mean, good. Salt place. Dude, it's there. great, bro. There's one on Larchmont. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Another reason why you need to come out to Wool Save Less. LA has just everything. Yeah, it does. That's true. LA really, it really does. does. Yeah. I think I did. I, That's it. Salt and straw is fantastic. They do like really weird flavors yes. too. They had like um, a balsamic strawberry. It was dope. Oh, but I'll, I'll sample their ice cream, but then I'll go and order the milkshake instead. Mm, they do have good milkshakes. I prefer, I prefer milkshakes over ice cream for yeah. sure. I think my my total uh, country count was 10, if I just did that correctly. That's pretty cool. Kelly is now telling us all to live long and prosper. I am telling you that. I have this this little this box. But also, um, have you, do you guys know that there is this ice cream and just general dairy products made from various other creatures, including humans. And so there are like stores where you can get like cat ice cream, human ice That's cream. It's I gross, feel like, but, but yeah, if you I've think about it. it, like every mammal produces milk more or less. So would you try cat ice cream? I feel like I would. I would. Just I would, to know. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't like foods. I'm very picky with what foods I do like, but I will try yeah. almost anything. I'm in. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let's let's get get some cat ice cream then. I don't know. I'm uh, you know, I'm not a big goat milk. It's all sort of dry, but in that like nails on a chalkboard sort of way. Mm. <laughs> I just I don't, don't like don't the know. goat smell of goat milk. What would a cat? What would it be like? Right. I mean, it would, probably, would it taste That's, like mice or I something? I guess we'll have to try and find out. We should, if anyone like, has any like, contacts, please claw your throat on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You just like cough it up like a little yeah. while. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, you're just, like, That's a really good sound to put in a podcast. <laughs> well, thank you for playing yet again. Stay tuned for at least three more futures in a lie. Watch me and Kelly play Nose Goes next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to do this game. I can't. I need to think ahead of time. You gotta right, think ahead right, of yeah, time. write them down now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, write them down now. I feel bad because the ones I had last week in my head were like so much better than today. And I'm sorry for that. I should have stuck with those. I, I think that's what everyone's right. walking away with. Everyone's like, man, the ones that Kevin Ke- said Kevin were really sucked. good. And he underperformed. I think that's what we're all <laughs> with. He doesn't. He doesn't do well on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not really an improv guy, so it's funny. Yeah. That's the secret: is that all of your lines for the show are actually scripted. <laughs> he just plans them every last, time. every last one, every reaction. <laughs> you're just reading off the script. <laughs> every, every like every time before the game, we're like charting out on like a whiteboard. Like, okay, f- if we say this, then we just send ideas <laughs> to you to like respond. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me options. It's like a choose your own adventure. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, All right. Should we play? Should we figure out what's going on? Post troll, post two head troll, post troll it. Here we go. All right. Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into it. So, the end is near. It feels nigh. Nigh? Is that the right term? The end is nigh. Let's retake that. The end is nigh as our four heroes, since we can probably call you that now, right? You've, uh, you've suffered blow 
after blow, death after death. And you fought with blood, sweat, and slime, inkies, to defeat a horrible, two-headed quantum troll and prevent a nuclear reactor from overloading and sanitizing the station. Now, in the aftermath, you have confirmed last time after you uh, not... It wasn't an easy fight to, to take care of that troll polyp, that trollop. But you've now confirmed that in this octagonal reactor space that you've been in, that the room was trapped with lasers in the ceiling that you might have set off. Fortunately, you didn't. That just would have been an added complexity to the already difficult fight. And then you've also given last rites to Frog, our beloved Akeshti Rivener friend. And right as we were closing, you sent a communique and received one back from Shay. And Shay had said, let's get out of here. And that's where we'll pick up. Because he says... What, what is the status of your reactor? We're good to go from our side. The reactor is fine. It is cooling down to be non-operational. Look, I, we asked you before. The first thing I asked you was... Are you alive? And that's because I'm glad to hear that you're alive. But you said that you lost another member. It sounds like it's just the two of you. And I, like I said, from our end, some people got sick from radiation and there were some surprise trap devices. So we're also hurting pretty bad. I mean, look, it's important right now that all of us, including you, get a chance to relax and recover. I, I'm just about to head out be on my way to your blast doors. I can meet up. I can shake your hands and I can thank you for helping to save everyone here. Cause I don't know that we, uh, I don't know that we would have gotten off this place without your help. Well, we're not off it yet. And to be so clear, look, if you want, if it's roughly the same, there should be an area where you can control the doors into a hangar space and there are some blast doors beyond that. We can meet up there. You can open the doors and you can get out. And I can meet you there. And I can help escort you to the ship. It's not too far of a walk. It's pretty short. Okay. Uh, I And Rick turns off the radio and he turns to the other guys. He's like, I'm not certain that I fully trust this Shay person. I don't uh, blame you. I'm not, not one to... Uh cast dispersions, but something it was a little fishy to me, too. Uh, but we should try to get out of here, regardless. Let's just tread carefully, because we don't know another way out of here. Was he suggesting that we return to the other area where we thought there was an exit, or do we need to go through this door here? I, I don't know. I thought that they were going to direct us to an area that we haven't been in yet in this area. So, it where he was talking about was where you all found the photo. Okay. Like like the room that you came 
that you went from to go yeah. down the tube, that room. If you remember, there was a set of doors to the north that were like larger oh, oh, doors. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. And you could, and what he was basically saying was if you go through there, there's a like hangar space in there and there's another door there and I'll meet you at that door. Even if we don't trust him, anywhere's got to be better than here. I agree with that. Do we want to go through our little mezzanine hatch that we found, or do we want to actually go to the thing? You mean that vent that you and I went into? Did we take the lasers down? Is that what you mean? I guess we didn't take the lasers down. No, we didn't. No, we we were able to get through there. We, We got to the ladder well. Yeah, we were able to get through there, but I don't know. Can we climb up the ladders? I thought they stopped at like 10 feet above the ground. Two two of them are all the way down and the other two are broken. Gotcha. Um, my question, last question for this room was that door leading towards the reactor, is there any indication on it? Is there any reason we should go in there? If you want, that's where the actual, as you would know, that's where the magic happens in terms of the reactor. So that's if you want to... troll is kept... Uh, inside the nuclear reactor. Yep, that's where the troll is. Uh, he actually got out on the big troll wheel. That yeah, it's like a it's like a big wheel, like a hamster wheel. Yeah. Kevin's curious. Rick's not. <laughs> We're talking about the area. So, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I think we should head back up. Wait, sorry, Doctor. I agree. Will, were you talking about the area? Doctor Will. <laughs> Doctor Will. Doctor Will. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that a doctor. Vibe. That's my father. No, sorry, uh, <laughs> Mister Will. Do you, Mister Will? I'm Will Junior. Are you talking about? You're not talking about that little like vent shaft, ventilator. That little like crawl space. I, I think like, he is. Like, okay. Yeah, um, he was saying that that thing was to get to his side of the reactor or whatever. Oh, why don't we? Why don't we do it? Yeah, because if he's trying to set a trap for us at at the exit. Then we could just say uh, a go around. Maybe we could just tell him that our door was jammed. Wait, don't tell us to the GM. The GM's listening. Oh yeah, we shouldn't tell the GM. Let's communicate privately in Slack about our plans. But also, <laughs> uh, you know, Doc, I think that's a swell idea. Shall we? Yeah, why not? What do you say, the two of you, Colin Rick? I am not opposed to this plan. What? You haven't seen it yet, Colin, but it's pretty cool. I'm I'm going where you guys are going. All right, I will follow. He looks sad okay. with Rog. All right, let's do it. Cool. Yeah. We didn't didn't John make like a little area for that somewhere? Yeah. On the so okay. okay, so you guys head back up. Screwed up John's plans. Oh, <laughs> he's like that's falling right into that makes trap. you think that I have uh, some full control. I that's the secret to being a GM is you just assume that you never have full control. You just plan for everything. Let's just dig a tunnel of our own, <laughs> guys. I'm just gonna sit down, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go to sleep. That's it. That's what you do. You're like, all right, I'm done. Um, give me one sec. So you guys head up back to you go back up the ladders. You come back out in the garden, right? You walk around. It's been less than 24 hours, so I think you're fine to you know walk through without any worry about what might happen and you come back around and maybe you do get a bit of nostalgia right as Colin you are thinking you know this is where I was paralyzed this is where they found me right you think that as you're walking through you're like this is where we you see the the dead Sheeran 
body that was part of the swarm, but also technically enhanced, biologically enhanced. You go back through the room where you met Frog. Right? These are all memorable places of the past eight hours, maybe. Right? Eight hours? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe four. I, I can't recall if you guys took a rest down here. We took a ten minute rest. You took a ten minute rest. Okay, so honestly, maybe the past two to three. I mean, like early earlier today. <laughs> yeah, earlier today. And I mean, for you, the time is all messed up. You've been going, taking rests, going. Uh, there's really no way. There's no way to, to gain a sense of any sort of circadian rhythm or whatever the equivalent of that is in the Starfront universe. You head back up, back into the room that led down to this reactor sector. Start going up the ladder. I'm going to need to have all of you uh, make climb checks to make sure that you don't fall. What's that? A dex check? Or athletics or acrobatics? Yeah, I think it's athletics or acrobatics. Okay. It's only DC five in order to get it. Damn. Well, then I it'll do pass. it. It'll do it. That'll do it. Ooh, twenty two. Oh, it's like athletics, not up. acrobatics. Oh. It's athletics. Athletics. I automatically pass. Okay, if it's only at five. Okay, Colin passes. Okay, so everyone's fine. You're going oh, up. Yeah, right. and you do come across the same little hatch again it's very narrow it's only five feet high what is the order in which you want to go into the hatch rick will go first rick will go first okay uh colin will go behind him then colin here's will go after that i guess here's okay and then Do we, we let shay know that we're coming through that because it's going to trip the, no. the laser sensor unless we disabled it which i don't think we did, did. We, i don't remember like can we look to see in our in our notes john do you remember did we just dis- disarm i know laser? we tripped it you I tripped it i don't think you disabled it yeah. also technically you didn't uh respond back to shay but i'm just gonna assume that you that you were like great we'll meet you there or what did you say yeah something like those lines we'll try to head our way over there shay all right we'll see you soon looking forward to it she's a gray i'm gonna and then be upset so what do you guys want to do? Do you want to let me bring you guys over to the map so you can see where you are? Yes, please. All right. Ah, oh, there's lasers. So, okay, if we trigger these, they'll know that something is coming because it's just a notification laser, right? That's what I was thinking, yeah. We could tell them that it... Is this weaponized? Do we remember if there's like some kind of reaction they could set off or some bomb they could set off to defend themselves? Well, from what I'm reading in our notes, it says actually that Dr. OK put a trap there. Ah, Here's goes deeper into I the tunnel. Rick goes down the ladder. That's right. Can we not uh, disable yes. this laser? I'll here's have to right. disable that trap. I can yeah, help here's, with that. At the end of the other end of the tunnel, sees another ladder that might go down to where the stewards went, mm-hmm. and then that's when you guys turn back and and join Rick. Okay. Um, so can we? Dis- I don't think the lasers would be engaged. Why not? There was just a warning it. ping that they that the mm. stewards got when we passed. Is that, that what sensor? Yeah, it's just a sensor. Okay. We couldn't shut it down last time, right? Because we had to be on the other side for some reason to shut it down? Yeah. They're, you they're would have to actually go touch them to shut them down, yeah. Um. Yeah, Rick will see that, and he'll he'll turn back and say, like, these lasers are still intact. Should we just trigger them and move out the way that we were told Supposed to? to? I like that idea. Oh. Uh, any objections? Trigger the lasers mm. and go down the ladder. The, the no, ladder on the other end. Go the, the way lasers. that we were going to go. That's what I mean. Yeah. 
the, no, like go, go like back. trigger these and then go the way that we were told to go. Why like, would we do that? Because then he has false signal uh, that we're coming the other way. Ah, mm. uh, okay. Look at John the GM nodding his head like he understands. Shh, stop it. I'm also a player, guys. Hey, it's just me, your friendly player who's never I, played in the game before. I, uh, uh, I think that's pretty smart. Wait, should we, uh, should we maybe divide and conquer? No. Ooh, Wait, what do you split mean? Split the party? Have I two, don't know. No, have man, two of us go this way and two go the other. Not advisable in my opinion, but I like where you're going with it, but we've tried this. I like where your head's at, <laughs> but I don't know I if it. that's going to be a good situation for two of us. Well, that we do technically, like, I think uh, Colin and Rick can now hold their own in a physical fight. So, like, it would be, it's if true. we were going to split, I would suggest we split, you know, like, one caster, caster with one of us, and then, you know, Dr. Okay with the other. We do know the best practices of this, though, and it is, it flies right in the face of it. Of them, we yeah, don't. Yeah. We I, aren't aware I am what's on the other side of this. Completely opposed yeah. to splitting the party. I mean, <laughs> I mean if we all want to just die, and call us quits. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we could we could split the party and see Look, how it goes. If you guys have already worked out a plan in which you're like, you know what, let's just wrap up this whole show. We're gonna die, <laughs> and that's gonna be it. We no, have too much invested. Leroy Jenkins. That's amazing. Screw oh, you, Rick. Sorry. Uh, yes. Funny. Do do we agree to that plan, or do we have some other idea? I think triggering it and then going back the official way is a good idea altogether. Uh, so Rick kind of like puts his hand out and pauses for a second for anybody to stop him, and then he's gonna trigger the alarm. Okay. All right. So you walk up. I mean, nothing happens. You move your hand in front of the thing. Yeah, you wait for a second in front of the, the lasers. Yeah. Yep, and then yeah, I mean, there's nothing that happens there locally, right? These lasers seem to go down the entire hallway, and so I think we should leave something to make them look interrupted for at least a while. Uh, Bernie's. Uh, oh, Bernice! I'm, yes, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Oh, thank you, John. That's a great idea. No, it's not, <laughs> dude. Murderbot can Come on. Lose Bernice. I mean. She's but she could just like she to the party. stay right here for like a while and then come back. What's, like that's the command you can tell her. Right. Yeah, is stay here for ten minutes and then follow can us. She pathfind to you from like a random location. Is that possible? Uh, she, she knows this way down. Yeah, she, she should. She's be. been this way. Her token was already here before, insane. so she's been in this tunnel before. Yeah, she's been in here. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, joking, but we came, uh, well, we came thanks, into John. the ship and it's she was a, born in it. I could have Chad do it because Chad, oh, Chad is like yeah, technically Chad's less useful. But is, is Chad in, <laughs> incorporeal? That's what yeah, yeah, Chad I don't would know if trigger, he would. Yeah, he he would, would not trigger it then. Damn. He could hold something though. Well, yeah, that trigger. Uh, that, that was didn't I set a trap? Like, could we I modify think, that trap to then just like flutter the sensor and fall, give it a false positive? Uh, sure. I'd say just make uh, probably an engineering check. To see if you can rig it up. I shall assist. Because I thought you said another sensor to detect if anybody else was coming down. Uh, I don't recall, but... Uh, Pretty sure that's what you did. So just to jerry-rig it, to actually put out something other than, you know, to put out something that the lasers would, that it would trip. Okay. So what am I rolling for? Or can I do it? I Probably think you not. can. I'm okay. going to say you can. 
but you just need to make an, en- an engineering check. And I'm going to say DC 20. So it's like not easy, but also not crazy hard. Okay. So I got, and here's his assisting. What did you get? Oh, yeah. Cause I could roll separately if it's too low. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, assist. Sure. Uh, I got a 20 okay, off my assist, engineering. Yeah. So I got a perfect. Or no, wait, sorry. 11 plus eight is 19. You got okay. a 19. I assist. For oh, 21. you assist. 21. Okay, yeah. It takes a little bit. You try a couple times because you're you're basically trying to put an output that would like interrupt the laser beam. And you finally are able to find a setting after maybe five or ten minutes. And then you... Boop, and it's like shooting. I imagine that it's shooting out something that is like kind of intermittent. Like it's on and then it's off and it's on. Or, Cycles. you know, to make it look like something is, you know... Moving past it over yeah. and over, yeah, and then, then, uh, yeah, that's it. Then you said it, you should be good. All right, good call here, yeah. All right, cool, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get back to work. All right, okay. So, you crouch, kind of get down a little low, the track lighting moves back ahead of you as you head back out the ladder, and you are able to come back up to the section where you were before and i need to grab colin apologies colin this is your first time it may be in your memory that you've been uh in this space right yeah colin's basically never seen any of this before yeah how does that go um he's probably slightly dizzy just from all the sensory input yeah colin you're able to go out gray we just point out dead gray yeah, there's, yeah, there's that dead gray. This is where you fought those screelings, Paul, Peter. Remember, you come into this control center, central area, and the door to the north, the double door that originally had a, a red emergency triangle sign on it. That that sign is no longer there. And instead, you're seeing a blue standard light that seems to be operating normally. And you recall, Dr. OK, through Bernice, that when Bernice was hooked into the computers, Bernice was able to... There was a control in that computer to open up that door. So uh, you could very easily... And open up the door if you want. I'll do that. Pause. Here's Hold. Hold. Rick says. Okay. What's up? Just let me know when you want me to open this. I don't suggest splitting the party, but we know that these two doors, that there are two doors that lead to this same room. Now might be the time to at least split up and enter the room from two different angles. We would have to there go was past another that monster, m- though. Monster, though. That worm. Oh, the bastard. worm. Ah, I forgot about the worm. Yeah. Which has a cool name that I haven't told you yet because you haven't identified it. There's a worm? It. I can live without that. It <laughs> might be worth engaging. Really? <laughs> I mean, but maybe maybe we can utilize it. I don't know. Are we going to be that tactically disadvantaged, or are we going to be that advantaged beyond this door? I don't I, know. I think we're getting into a fight. I don't know, man. I'm, but nervous. like, I don't know if we're just we're going to probably get guaranteed get injured and weakened a bit by going that route. I it's think, a chance that. Yeah, I think it's the difference might be between one and two fights in that case. Yeah, I prefer the one fight. Or you just want to kill something else, huh? Same. You just want to murder more creatures, huh? (laughs) Another uh, (laughs) another notch in your belt. 
You want to get that kill count up? That I completely score. forgot about the worm thing. So yeah, Vinny, there was a a, a like sandworm skeleton thing that spit acid at us or something. Should that would really Rick, disgusting. Rick says to Colin. Shai Halud is on the boat. Is that? Shai Halud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just massive dune worm. Okay. So what do you want to do? Here's his good like cover. Staying here. Behind this. Yeah. Rick. Rick will move up and get an angle. Okay. On the door. He's just gonna okay. roll stealth to hide behind this thing so that he could join later if necessary. And um, okay. it's a twenty. Okay, gonna roll stealth. Get a twenty. Okay. So okay. When, when you roll stealth and you're you're hiding, you get a bonus on your tax or something, right? Look, look that up. Did we? Oh yeah, we talked about what that meant because otherwise mechanically there wasn't a way, and I think it's a really un, or there wasn't a clear way. If there's any rules loving people out there. We wanna We've gone over this. We have. I'm just saying. I know, I'm saying don't forget to use that. Yeah. That's so what we decided. But I'm sure somebody's out there is like, well actually. We should add that to the rules thing because it might forget. Yeah, we should. Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. If you successfully if you, if you are successfully hiding from a creature, that creature is considered flat footed for the purposes of your first attack. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Please add. Thank you. Colin doesn't so know what to expect, so he's taking cover sort of in like the alcove coming out from the lateral. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. I like it. Here's his hiding behind the console. Dr. OK has stood behind a console on the west wall. Bernice is hardwired in. Or maybe just Bluetooth in? We'll have to see. Uh, and Rick. I'd say she's interfacing with the uh, one of the you know desktop towers off to the side. It's okay. just uh, she's cro- cozied up next to it. She accidentally presses the CD drive slot and it comes out and hits her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Rick's like, oh, what's the cup holder for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick is uh, cowering behind another uh, right uh, console. What's Colin doing? So We're not playing Elijah, Elijah anymore. <laughs> That's true. True. Okay, so you... Tell Bernice to hit it. And I'll tell you guys what you see. (sighs) You're greeted by a large hall made of hewn stone that is 40 feet wide, 30 feet high, and there are beveled corners. The stone surfaces are gouged into long, even rows that seem to be some sort of way to mark distance there. And there's a massive double door, 20 feet high, both in uh, height and width, that takes up the eastern wall. It is most of the eastern wall. There's the airlock door that you came in to the south, and then one further to the east on the same southern wall. This room greeted us. Hello. Hello. Let me to inside me polygon reveal. (laughs) Sounds kind of gross. Let's do this. It honestly looks also like there are scuffs on the floor, and you think this is probably where larger vehicles have come through. the The airlock door, the massive one to the right, is closed. Okay, so vehicles for getting stuff on and off the ship. And it's ominously written, like lit with some red lights and stuff. So they're not in here. This is the place where they wanted us to meet them, though, right? 
So basically, they said, go like there's going to be another room probably past that control area. There's another door. We'll meet you at that other door. Basically, was what they said. That other door being the red doors, right? In this case, yeah, and been. they're just red because they're like Locked. this is meant to be like a you're about to enter another sector, another area. It's a clear threshold can, uh, from where you are now going somewhere else. Can I roll a sense motive on my memory of that conversation? Yeah, but I'm. But I will say that you don't have like a perfect memory unless maybe Rick recites it perfectly. <laughs> but like, I don't remember what I said. But I can. Try. You can give me a sense motive. Okay, that's what sucks. Is like Rick has an amazing memory, but Kevin doesn't. Fair. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. I have plus ten to sense motive, and I rolled an eighteen on the die. Nice, nicely done. Okay, you can recall that. His tone seemed sincere. He seemed like he was genuinely interested in trying to meet you. And you didn't get the sense that there was a trap. You did get the sense that he is maybe not holding something back, but he's a professional. So he is as earnest as he can be about wanting to see you. He's not going to come out and be like, so here's everything we found and we're all the stuff. He's a steward. He's not going to like break stuff, but uh, break like protocol, but he genuinely wants to meet you. It seems like. All right. Yeah. Can I roll it's a good roll engineering or perception again on these tracks to see if I know what made the tracks? Like if there were stewards vehicles versus something else. Yeah, I could like a survival check maybe. Oh yeah. That'd be track. They survivals for trackings. It's survival for tracking vehicles. I guess so. It would be. Yeah. It would be. It's just any tracks, right? Follow tracks. Spore or sign. Sure. Okay. So you want to roll survivals? I'm a fan. All right. Do it. My survival's a plus six. I rolled a two. So eight. Wait. Do you do you mind if I take a shot? What is uh, spore? Collins. Collins survival is plus ten. So do do do. Ho ho. That's a one on the die. Yeah, I also for I mean it's a critical failure, but it's also an eleven. There's no critical failures for skills checks. Oh wait, no, it was a one. I just accidentally messed it over to a seven. Yeah, it seems like they're probably there might be some vehicles you can't really identify them. Uh, uh, you're not really sure maybe what gray vehicles would be. There are definitely some marks that are probably from loading and unloading carts, hover, trolleys, things like that. Good general. Cargo bay wear and tear. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of. The, there's nothing in here, so I think we should press forward and try to find our friends. Rick will think. cautiously walk up. We should then pass through the door. We should probably okay. generally perceive things, right? Because that yeah. like will be. You want to roll perception? Like, sure. Yeah, traps uh, can we something. look for a trap? Sure. Yeah. Of course. I only rolled a ten. So if anyone else wants to roll perception, I'll roll. <laughs> Rolled a ten, but my rolled ten is six. I got a sixteen on that. Sixteen on that. The air feels really cold. Twenty-two. It feels fresh. You got a twenty-two. Doctor OK, even Uh, you don't sense any traps. It looks very similar though to a lot of the stone and architecture that you've seen, where these rooms have been very well integrated into this space. They are very well built in, and it's clearly a utilitarian design kind of for everything. And the ceiling itself 
has some lights that are hanging from it. They seem to be normal. The walls truly don't seem to have any secret panels or anything in them. It's around that time that uh, it was Rick who was communicating. Rick, you get a, a ping from Shay. Do you answer? Shay, this is Rick. Come in. Hey. Hey, just wanted to check in. Uh, we got kind of a, a ping down from that access tunnel that we were talking about earlier. Was that you guys, or is there something that we need to be worried about? Yeah, we're going, uh, we're, we're, we're going through that way. Oh. We just decided it would be faster. Okay, uh, yeah, that's fine. Just be careful. I mean, it, it sounds like you guys made it through, but we had a lot of issues with a lot of strange beings that these greys were working on here. So if you go through there, just be careful, because uh, we tried to get some of them, but like I said, we, uh... Yeah, we, we took some losses. So just be very careful. Uh, we will come meet you at that one. That's the one that, that we actually came out of. So I'll go meet you there. That uh, sounds good. We'll see you soon. Okay. All right. 10-5. Why didn't we just tell him that we were Because I would have defeated bay. the whole point. Of like yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Kelly. And I think you handled that really well. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? It's, I think you did well. That was good. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought to say that. But, got, um, but did they just say... I'm sorry. Did they just say they were going to go to the other something instead of the yeah, one whatever, we're like the, whatever the exit is on that side. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm assuming they're both outside. Like, if this is... Are, sorry. What were you going to say? Uh, Colin. Colin. He had something to say. I've got a good, uh, good feeling about these folks. I'm not sure why we're trying to mislead them. Yeah, I think we should just say, hey, we're going through the cargo bay. We're already here, actually. We We were just going to collect our stuff that we left to keep, you know, in case something happened to Shay, we wanted also to be alerted. So we... After everything that has happened to us over the last week, I I don't trust anyone. Colin, you weren't here for this, but a place that we were before, we would try to sense various things about some parties that we would interact with, uh, but it turns out that they were kind of controlled in a way the whole time, or at least y- y- something weird was going on, so it's it's hard to trust anything. Sounds like quite a few weird things are going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I don't know, even know how much um, I trust you. Yeah, JK, that's... you've kind of proven yourself, Colin, for now. No. <laughs> so we, we did the perception check on this room, right? So I'm I'm sorry, I'm burping. Uh excuse me. I burp. Oh, and then I'm gonna head in towards the large doors. We're sure these are not airlock doors, right? They're not going into space. No, they should be airlocks. They're like the double like the doors behind us have to close before the doors before the other but doors. Does that open. mean like it's sucked what, into space? Call it. Yeah, like yeah, I was gonna say we should all, um, all hit our environmental protections. Like vac suits. That would be one problem solved, but there might be other problems that would come up, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, zero what? gravity, maybe? You end up Depending in the middle of space. Kind of worried. Yeah, well, space. space. Can we send Bernice to, to check it out? Out? Maybe open the doors first? Not that I want to sacrifice hold Bernice, but I feel like with how hold OP on. she is, she could probably just like jetpack herself back in or something. Yeah, she doesn't have a jetpack. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Bernice has everything. I, who knows she what she has? She does not have Bernice everything. has been able to do... She's a complete other party member that you 100% control. I yeah. gotta say. Like, <laughs> very fair. I concur. Mm. Let me look up what jump jets do for But that doesn't mean that you should sacrifice. I'm not sacrificing. I feel like. It's a little heavy of a word there, Kelly. Harsh toke, bro. 
harsh talk, man. Can we remotely so, open this from inside this room? These these doors. Can you remotely open those doors yeah, from, from the inside, other space that you're in? From these consoles in here that I'm in. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that would be not a problem yeah. for for the listener. Rick and Colin are in the big like airlock tire mark doors, and Doctor O.K. Bernice and Hears are in the room before. So like. Effectively, mm-hmm. Kelly just asked if he can jettison Rick and Colin into space. Now hold on, where he is. Yeah. Yeah, stop <laughs> moving in there. Everybody, come back. Let's let's be safe about this and open I'll it say this. inside here. You can tell that on the other side of this airlock door, there does appear to be an atmosphere. Okay. So for uh, because it's a, a space that you're able to move through. All right, all right. Wait, on the other side of the the big double the doors. The big double doors. Yeah. Okay. Doctor, okay, is going to enter the room, go towards the door, and Bernice is going to you know, slide up to the door. Okay. Are there any portholes or windows on this thing? No. Esmara. Um, watch over us. Yeah. I don't know. Rick is gonna clip on his a carabiner to that crazy cable that we found. Okay. And hand it off to Colin. But I think the four of us should like Red Rover, Red Rover. Chain. Yeah, create a chain on this thing and I like right. it. just in case. Let's do it. I'll hook up mm, to that. Call him a clip. Okay. Um, Good idea. He's also going to put his hand on the door to feel like temperature, vibration. Use the back of your hand. Is the back of your hand more sensitive? <laughs> no, it's to protect yourself so like you don't burn yeah. the palm of your hand. Uh, it was a joke. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, you touch it. It does feel, it feels about the same temperature. Again, this room seems like it's been mostly uh, untouched. So... The air feels cold. The metal also feels cold. Hmm. That's about it. You don't feel any vibrations uh, because if there, uh, there seems to be nothing on the other side. That's what, that's what I'm saying. From you just touching the door. Okay. I say we proceed. Let's go. Let's I'm do it. Ready. Okay. Rick will step forward and push the button. Boop. And everything explodes. That's the end of book two. No, no I'm just kidding. Into the game. End of the game. TPK. <laughs> Too easy, guys. Come on. Should have rolled higher in your perception. Uh, okay, so <laughs> you start to open the door, and the door seems to open pretty easily. It takes a second because all the power kind of has to, and then it, and as it opens, maybe some dust falls. It seems like. It hasn't been used in a bit, but it's not ancient, but it just hasn't been opened in a little while. And you see before you a stone, the same stone floor that you're on now starts to gently slope up. And it's more of this high walls that are, you know, 40 feet, 30 feet high. And it seems like the, the walkway slopes up and then turns to the left. And it seems like more of the same. It seems like it's a, it's a, wherever it turns to, this is probably a ramp that uh, ships and stuff had to come down. So is, uh, I think we're going to proceed cautiously. Is this okay. hull and the room that we're in currently, like, is this in the same design language as the rest of the ship? Yeah, it is. So the fact that it's stone makes me think that this is like this. We know we're in a lab and not a ship. We were on a ship. I think we're on like an asteroid that yeah, is I was gonna being say, like, propelled. We're, we're at least on some kind of rock building. Or, you know, this is like a and stone it's building. it's been turned into a base propulsion. Like, and it probably has some sort of propulsion system. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been able to evade uh, the authorities for so long. 
Oh, good, good point. Are you showing us the room? Because I was just going to reveal a little bit of it that you this can music see. Is not the, very. The stone good. is darker, but it seems to go up. What was that, Kelly? I was just going to say this isn't very confidence-inspiring music. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a little foreboding. So you all it's like you're playing a video game and your HP bar jumps up. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! Oh, Doug, yeah. There's a save point right outside the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, There's a campfire. Bunch of, bunch of help points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like in uh, Borderlands when they have all the vending machines. Yeah. Okay. So you all come and start to walk up, and it's a little probably unusual sounds like you're still paranoid you set a trap to trigger their other sensors so you could convince them that they were going somewhere else rightly so you're really worried and as rick said you can't really trust anybody and that's those are skills that you've been developing that they've served you well so far so you you know you might as well trust them we're only on the 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 second fold of the threefold. <laughs> Technically, you might still be in the first because it's six <laughs> books. So, you know. Oh, my God. So, as this music can tell you with that nice major note there, you start to walk up. And as you turn the corner, you see a, about 50 feet in front of you what appears to be it opens into a larger space. And you can't see too much, except it looks like maybe some some lights of a hangar and there seems to be some light coming in from the side and as you walk up you see that the passageway opens up into a landing bay and I'm going to bring you guys to the pitch yeah it does look like we're in an asteroid field good call before you is a sleek dark warship Coloration indicates that it's probably used for clandestine activities as there is a steward symbol on the side, but the whole ship is grayed out. And you would recall that steward vessels, at least their their fleet, tend to be pretty iconic of the blue and gold of the stewards. There's a sleek metal gangway ramp that stands open in the mid-forward section of the ship. And you all are waiting there for a minute and then it's actually you hear footsteps coming down doom, doom, doom. and you see a half elf and you recognize her as the face of Narla Yalamis and she looks at you and says hey I thought Shay was gonna come get you but welcome aboard the void crier this is our ship. And again, I apologize if, if there was a miscommunication. We wanted to escort you. We want you to be safe. Uh, but it's great to meet you. She walks up and she walks over to Dr. Okay and to Rick and to Hears. And mm, she... Pleasure. She goes to, to shake your hand and then she says, I, I don't think I know you. You with the Saren Ray symbol right. on your chest. I'm Narla Yalamis, one of the steward's special ops agents. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Colin Edenbrand. Colin Edenbrand, it's a pleasure to meet you. And she pulls out her communicator and says, 
Hey, Shay, so they actually came out of the other door. So <laughs> if you want to come back and we can finally get out of here like we've been needing to do. And looks over and says, can I, uh, are you guys feeling okay? You must be pretty, I don't know, hurt or perhaps uh, you, you might be feeling Where like, are we? Oh, great question. <sighs> I'll explain more once we get inside, but right now, you're in the Forgrim system. I don't know how much experience you've had there, and you do look outside, and it does look to be a massive asteroid field. And there's some sort of star in the distance, and there just seem to be some rough planetoid off in the center, or, or some corona that the light from the star is showing. And she says, Forgrim system is pretty far out in near space. The nearest drift beacon is uh, not nearby. So it's honestly quite surprising that you're out this far. Do you know why you're here? No idea. We were all aboard the Chimera. The Chimera. Not quite. We were in raid we, somewhere. Correction. Three out of the four of us were on the Chimera. Oh. <laughs> which left Liberty Station about a week ago. Liberty Station. Okay. Okay. I might have to have you tell me that again, but we're obviously in the midst of preparing to leave. Our people have already come aboard. Some are okay and some are not. I think you've had a similar experience with these fucking greys. I just... This is a dangerous place. And at that time, from another opening on the other side is you you all hear footsteps of sounds like two other people and as they kind of walk under and around the ship you see that one of them is a shorter balding Lashinta stout muscular dressed in dark military armor again balding slightly but a trim black beard and also a heavily armored vesk they walk up. Hey, I, sorry about that. Uh, maybe something got uh, miscommunicated there. I, I thought you were going to come out the other one. I'm glad you're safe. I'm 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 Shay. Shay walks up. Shay, I am sorry for the confusion. We uh, we started to go down that way and decided to come back this way. Yeah, you know, it's he fine. Told us about the monsters. We were like, nah, nah. You know, uh, it's probably wise. I mean, I, again, I, I don't know how many of them we we didn't get to because we're trying to get out of here. Oh, this is Fire Spitter, by the way. Fire Spitter is kind of... Pleasure to meet you, Fire Spitter. Tall, heavily armored, stoic, very militaristic sense about her. Doesn't say anything, just kind of nods and then looks over at the... out at the asteroid field. I'm sorry to hear about your losses. I'm really sorry. Yeah, it's... uh, I mean, you'll get to meet the crew and, well, I wish you could have met some of them. It's honestly a bit of a travesty. This whole mission has been rough on all of us suffice to say but we can we can tell you more Narla should we get out of here are you all ready to leave we are, uh, totally. are we the only group of survivors you found yeah we didn't find anybody else I mean we, we found some of the creatures that were hostile uh, but are there any other Osharus that you've encountered either uh... Osharus I didn't see any other Osharus I there is something, though. Let's get on board, because I might have something to show you. 
actually. Come on. All right. Wait, can I, like, why did you ask that, Will? Because of Dr. Bujdakis was, I was pursuing him. But not on, not on the chimera, right? No, but he might have been brought up with the greys. I don't know. Got it. All right. There was some of the uh, some of the greys had some of the, the artifacts from uh, my dealings on my homeworld, and so isn't that we were p- on uh, the Pabak? That's your homeworld, right? Yes. Narla kind of looks at Shay, being like, "You should know this. You're a steward." Uh, <laughs> sorry for him. Go ahead, Doctor Rokatis. Yeah, just that uh, when one of the greys they were experimenting on us and. Tricking us into believing we were on a on another ship. Uh, oh my god! They came up with some of our uh, some of my trade goods with with my doctor friend Bushdogus. This is this also just sounds like the Greys. This this seems like something that they would do. And I'll be honest, this is not our first time uh, encountering them. And they are everything that you have heard from the rumors and the the conspiracies that you might hear. They are that and more. So I'm glad that you're here and that you're live. And I'm sorry that we don't have more information about your friend here. Uh, Rick, uh, Rick, Mr. 19 in the back, you're raising your hand. (laughs) <laughs> no, actually, I was gonna say like this is on a side. Like um, Rick is gonna kind of look at here's like wide eyed, like he's trying to get his attention, and he's gonna kind of just rub his, his helmet a little bit because he's trying to tell here's to do like a telepathic link. Yeah, got it. Here's here's te- telepathically like links, and it's like, what's up? Do not let them know anything about those stones that you have. Oh, I wouldn't keep those among us. Yeah, those are too valuable for me too. I'm not going to do that. Good call. I'm on the same page. And he nods and then he looks back at Narla and is like, No, I'm I'm sorry. I just was had an itch on my helmet. Ha, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> oh, he's got a scratch. Mr. Nineteen, you said all that out aloud, so I heard everything that you just said. I don't know what you just <laughs> Just kidding. She didn't they did at least nothing came across their face, so I don't think they heard you. Does anybody? Do Lashuntas have any kind of? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play into the, the, well, yeah, Do they have like telepathy or anything? I think so. I thought that was what the antenna are for. Yeah, yeah. Can depends they on if they're Demaya really? or if they're. Uh, what's the other name? I always forget it. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's right? Because like some are like more. Uh, focused on like martial prowess and the others are more focused on like spells and magic and stuff like that here's makes sure to tell to trend to say to dr okay telepathically you know the same gonna, thing. yeah we got to keep uh those things on the download those blue glowy things all right don't let you no problem all right you like telepathically tell everybody yeah <laughs> including the <laughs> including the fire spitter and, and, yeah. <laughs> and shay <laughs> oh sorry wrong, wrong channel my bad. Hey, so sorry. Okay, so rules lawyer and me. Um, Lashentas can mentally communicate with any creatures within thirty feet with whom they share a language. Conversing telepathically with multiple creatures simultaneously is just as difficult as listening to multiple people speaking. Well, okay. share a language. Yeah, I don't know if that means that they would hear you. Is it the same? Because I feel like there is a sense of intended target, like a radio frequency, right? 
Uh, but I truly don't know, I and I would rather know. look to the but lore when it I comes mean, to that. Radio frequency is not like directed, not right? No, and also, that's true. You can definitely intercept. It. Maybe band limited really is kind of what I mean. Necessarily though, like how would we define? Now we're getting into the now we're getting into nitty gritty of this. It's great. I'm looking. Know. I'm looking up telepathy under shirts too. Yeah, because I do want to know curious, if but... they would hear that or not. You know, it's fine. or whether you would think that. They would. Well, okay. So here's the thing: they have limited telepathy as well. So it's the same. So it's the same. It, it says it says it is possible to address multiple creatures at one telepathically. Although, just as Kevin said, so that implies that you have to actually actively try uh, to like, address them multiply. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think we're fine. Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. they might have like heard a whisper, but like unless they were like actively listening, and if right. he was trying to like whisper it telepathically. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you all, Shay says, "Hey, I I really want to check on everybody. I want you guys to be able to get some rest in your cabins. Can we get on board? Let's Sounds get out of here. Fine right. with me." Fire Spitter walks up, and uh, Narla says. Let's head to the bridge. You can get a lay of the land there. Meet some of the senior crew. And then we can get out of here. Make our way out of the Foagrim system. And she starts to walk in. She turns around. And do you all board the ship? Shay's going to walk behind you. Yeah. Uh, quick quick point of clarification. You mentioned that this ship in particular was grayed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it is not typically a like subtle color for yeah, it's like a spec ops and that's because it's clandestine is that why ship like yours or used for clandestine activities clandestine ship? clandestine yeah so the thing is that you would know that the stewards really have three branches there are the typical stewards agents who you can think of as uh sorry mall cops mall, mall <laughs> less mall cops and more like private cops like they can be on any planet kind of at any time and they are typically on certain planets to keep the peace the director pinkertons like pinkertons like the head of the stewards is an advisor for the pact council but is not on the pact council but that's how much power they have yeah uh, in a sense, but less shady because the thing is that they are also officially recognized as like pact worlds police the thing is, is that so there's the general agent uh, th- that's called the constabulary, right? Then there's the overwatch, which is the starship fleet for the stewards. I like this line. The sheer amount of space within the packed world requires a substantial force to patrol and monitor. So the stewards enjoy greater free- freedom to act in outer space. This is where you would think of a typical colors of a stewardship. The third group, though, is the ops, which are kind of loose. And I liken them a little bit to, in Star Trek Discovery, uh, what's that new, what's the new group that they've been talking about? It's like the, like, secret group. No one else? Okay. I'll think about it. It's fine. They <laughs> operate within kind of a loose organization, and their hierarchy is less tied to the constabulary into Overwatch. And so they are, you would think that this would be typically be an Overwatch ship, but again, it's purpose for ops purposes. That's why it still has a steward symbol on it, but it's grayed out. Got it. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah, call the boards. Okay. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, you guys start boarding. 
and Rick will put his gun away and follow everybody else up. Okay. Yeah, and as and and as you get on, you hear kind of Shay in the back be like, "Let's just get the f- out of here. Let's go." Start walking. You're surprised because even though the outside is all blacked, blacked out, grayed out, you're struck how inside it's still colorful. Still seems like it is probably you know part of the overwatch fleet it still has a lot of the design inside although probably presumably some of the systems are not it's a highly operational intelligence machine some of the off-white metal floors are, are trimmed by gold lines the lighting is soft and diffuse comes kind of seemingly from the floor and the ceiling you can't quite localize where it comes from there's 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 concern for like mental health and consideration there's a lot here that indicates a very high level of design and organization to make this come to life and you're taken through the front engine room and then into a lounge area where there is a lift that's waiting and you rise up to the bridge. It's a small room, maybe 30 by 20. As you're walking, Narla turns around to, I guess, whoever's first or just to the group and says, Have any of you ever been to the Fulgrim system before? Never. Can I do a culture check on... For, is it Foyergrim? What are you saying? Foyergrim, yeah. F-O-E-R-G-R-I-M. Culture check? Yeah, sure. Make a culture check. Uh, Got a seven. Twenty-eight. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna beat that, even if my I rolled 20. 27, 28. 28. Doctor K, you remember that the foreground system is I mean, really a kinda it's pretty much like a very loose collection of asteroids, planetoids. There is only real one planet, and it's a dwarf planet. And it's also located around other smaller planetoids. That's probably that corona that you saw. Because the thing is that you remember Stopgap has a lot of, is, or at least was very rich in star metal. And so a lot of corporations have made a permanent home there. Love me some kiss. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they... Bunch. Bunch. This is up. Sorry. It's okay. The foreground <laughs> is like just barely near space although it is very far out like the nearest drift beacons pretty far you would re- you would remember that again there's a lot of asteroids there's like millions of asteroids here there's one planet around this yellow star so occasionally you'll get a lot of like prospectors there's a loose form of government on that planet stopgap it's like there's the gold rush out here. for out in the middle of nowhere yeah yeah well that's that's kind of my question is so we we left Liberty Station and was in the Pact Worlds, right? Uh, that was in near space. Okay, so we are no longer in, in near space. We are Well, the foreground system is in near space. Oh, okay. But, just just but it's really far out. Is- yeah, just barely. So you all head up. I, just, I need a map to see it. Maybe you start. <laughs> I imagine this comes out as like, Dr. Okay, you're talking and Narla's kind of feeling you and she's like, yeah, you know. And as you get up to the bridge... She is saying, we'll get more into it once we're able to get to our base and we can debrief and everything. But there is a lot in the photogram system that is to be investigated. So you walk into the bridge and um, she, 
Yeah. I'm assuming Narla's in front of us, like leading us to wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Can- you took that lift up from the lounge area and you're in a room that is maybe 30 by 20 filled like any standard bridge would be. Uh, except the floor is light blue, brown walls, orange readouts on the blue screens. It seems like the actual tech here is definitely fitted for an ops ship. Narla takes a seat off to the right. Shay kind of walks behind you. You all walk in, sit in the middle. Narla turns around and says, I, I don't think I've said this yet, but welcome to, as we've found out, what's called Outpost Omicron, as we've discovered its name. That's this station. Now let's leave this godforsaken hellhole. Sorry, God's forsaken hellhole. <laughs> Are we all ready to leave? Do anything else? She's looking at you, and then she looks at the crew. What? And they. Do we want to leave explosives to burn this place alive, or what? Shay. It's <laughs> a great idea, uh, Colin. When she turns to address the crew, I want to see if I can, like, notice a scar on the lower, on the nape of her neck. Okay. What? Give me your perception check. Six. Six. It doesn't seem to be one. You do see the symbol of Waden that's on one side of her neck, but you don't see uh, any any scar. Wait, Vinny, what are you, what are you getting at? Are, do you know what kind of... Uh, so kind of metagame we got going on. Right, half 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 no, just half like off. having seen the cortex bomb in another being. Uh, mm. I'm uh, looking to see if like there's chess. evidence of this not being what it seems. You don't seem like doesn't seem like that. Cool. All right. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna roll perception just on the ship itself. Like you said, that the interior is different, but like I just yeah, that's I fine. just want to do a double check, like. Rick's a little in awe because he's never been on a steward ship and he like idolizes the stewards, but at the same time, he is completely paranoid that everything is not what it seems. Totally. I rolled an 11 with six for 17. Okay. Yeah, you are. It, it does seem like it is, again, more. The bridge seems like it's more technical than you would think from the rest of the ship. So obviously other spaces here have been outfitted. Everything seems pretty normal. Uh, Shay and Narla are not the only people aboard. There are, or on the bridge, there are maybe three other people there. And otherwise everything seems pretty normal. I, I, I think probably the most interesting thing is that the number of readouts and information that they're having displayed around them is pretty impressive. There seems to be like they are taking in a lot of information at once and their systems are, are quite capable. That's what it seems like. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Shay says, let's go. You feel the ship. Let's blow this popsicle stand. As the ship begins to lift and start to head out, Narla says, Hey, so just... I don't know why Nala's talking like Shay. Our home base and closest space that we can get access to is our base on Veros, the second largest moon around Brethida. So that is our destination. 
Once we land, we might ask you a few questions because this is a pretty unique situation that you have found yourselves in and we were not expecting to find you. Now, the experience that you've had is unsettling, but that information could be extremely helpful. So, obviously, relax on the ship. We'll be at Veros for a few questions and then we can drop you somewhere if that's more convenient. But that is our plan. The ship is starting to back out. What are you all thinking? Because you're actually on a ship. What do you think? You're actually in space, backing out of this port. And as you back out, you do see that it looks like this station and these entrances are built into a very large asteroid. Do we see the Chimera ship as we're pulling out by any, by any chance? Maybe as you're pulling out slowly, you can maybe start to make out another entrance or it seems like there's probably... This This isn't the only landing bay for Outpost Did you, Yeah, can we ask Narla if they like did a survey of this asteroid and can we like take a look at it or anything like that? We did do... Just whip it around so we can get a view of the backside. Beep! Beep! (laughs) Just to back up. Uh, (laughs) Yes, we did do quite an extensive survey of the station. So, yes, that's not a problem. I think, given your experience, we can absolutely share that with you. Super. So, how is everyone feeling? That that was just kind of what I wanted to ask. Like, Or if there's nothing to say, that's fine. I'm... Rick is still completely unsettled. Mm. He's, yeah, Dr. O.K. is still unsettled and uh, all the more curious to uh, get to the bottom of what was afoot that led him into this hellhole of experimentation and demonic influence. Yeah, Rick yanks out his battle axe and is like, tell me everything you know! <laughs> right to hell! Here's so, his, uh, yeah, here's his, feels pretty much the same and then just keeps thinking about that blue glow and, and rolling and thinking now he has to keep that a secret oh yeah maybe in your hand you're like fumbling with the stone especially since Rick said that to you you know you're kind of like turning it over in your hand in your pocket yeah, yeah. this is this is gonna be interesting because Colin doesn't know about the stone that's true well like, Colin doesn't need to know did you direct it to Colin I did not oh interesting Colin's in the dark yeah, Col- Colin's an outsider right. stone that's Calls it out. So. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for <laughs> right. me to trust him. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in, in three hours, he's gone from, you know, serving communities in Ekaton to waking up in a bush, uh, <laughs> almost dying, leading a giant on a uh, wilderness uh, hike, killing a two headed troll and its polyp, and boarding yet another, like, foreign spacecraft. Like, I'm. That's true. I, he's probably done some irreparable <laughs> mental damage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a possibility. That's a definite possibility. Yeah. I love it. Though I think at this point, he's like ready to see how far down the rabbit hole this goes. Like, what else could possibly happen? What could go wrong? What other Everything? folds <laughs> of this conspiracy are there yet to unfold? Find out next time. No, I was kidding. I've made a graphic of you all on the bridge. Some of your characters are very nice. Quite amazing. (laughs) Some of your characters are in very aggressive positions, but that's just the photo that you wanted of them. Like Rick pointing his gun angrily, Colin about to stab. Yours looks great, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Like I 
Rick looks like he's from like that like reboot television show that like really ancient oh, CGI. I love reboot. <laughs> reboot. <laughs> almost reboot. like he was custom made just for this one image. It's great. They almost rebooted reboot yeah. and then like and then did they almost did, did. It. huh? Yeah. Uh, I like that show. It would have just been ironic. Mm-hmm. So you all start to start to pull out and hey wow because <laughs> it's episode 69 yeah. we avoided making him. that joke all the way up until right now we <laughs> didn't do it good for us yeah honestly good good for us yeah give me a perception check no ah. 14 from Rick 14 from Rick 8 from Colin and A from Colin what are we perceiving <laughs> Got to roll high enough to find out. <laughs> wow! Well, I'm just. Are we looking out the window? Or are we You're looking at the main viewer screen. Eight. Twenty-eight. Seventeen. Dang! Love it. Seventeen. That's all right. Doctor, okay, you notice Shay, one of his fingers, pushes a little button, and then Rick and hears at Doctor Okay. You notice faintly, it seems like on one side of the asteroid, you're pretty far away now. On one side, you do see what appears to be a flash of yellow, like some sort of explosion. Oh, nice. <laughs> hey, Shay. Is that what I thought that was? Shay turns, and, and, and there's a slight smile on his face. But Rick, your comms device buzzes like you just got a notification for a message. Uh, Rick will kind of make his way, like just step away from everybody else and pipe it into just his own com and and hit the button. Okay. I'm going to put it in your journal and I'm going to let you decide if you want to read it or not. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just saved changes. It should be in your journal. If it's not, I can message it to you. Is it just Rick 19? It just says Rick 19. Is so. This is for the reader. Everybody else, take your headphones off. Really? I'm not kidding. Oh ah, my god! Yeah, so good. Right. Can I leave them on? All right, they're off. Yeah, okay, you can leave cool. them on, John. You know. Okay. Wait, wait, wait! Um, Before we so, do this, is there a signal to put your headphones back on? I'll, I'll wave at you. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the the message that Rick got says, "New target acquired, Leavara, Rose Light. More to follow." Uh, my question to, to John is, is that a full name or is that a location? Leo, you know Leovara is a sister planet to Brethina. Roselight okay. is its like capital. Is the target. Okay, got it. Uh, capital city. I'm waving at everybody else to put their headphones back on. Okay. Headphones back on. Yeah. Uh, what was that all about? I went away well, for you a Well, you wouldn't see it. Like Rick, Rick kind of just like leaned over and hit his watch essentially yeah. and like listen to it in his ears. Dr. Okay, you asked Shay what did you ask him? Do you do you uh, is that what I thought that was? He turns around, what? there's there's a slight smile on his face and he goes, Dr. Cottis, you're that that thing that I, I told you about. Pabak, right? Uh, that's that's where uh Jahavom is, right? That city. Yeah, Look, I, capital I, city, it's where I'm from, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Before I forget, I, I I found this snippet of a of a file. I don't know what it means. Uh, 
maybe you want to just have it. You can read it. You can tell me more about it later. Take a look. He like does a little thing that sends the message to you. Airdrops. He airdrops it. It looks like it's a picture on a data pad of some text. And I'm going to put it in your journal. And it's up to you if you want to read to everybody Ooh. what it says. Okay, what is going, going on? What is <laughs> Let me this, put man? it in Will G. Do you get it? It, yeah. it just says Dr. Okay. It's airdropped, though, so Rick picks it up, too. Whoa. I don't say anything. Okay. What? Do you want to take off? Do you, do you want to tell the readers what, or the readers, the listeners yeah, what you saw, or do you not want to say anything? I say nothing. You say nothing. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but we we wait. We all heard it that happen. Yeah, so but like, he's kind of talking like, "Hey, doctor. Okay, I, look. I this made me think of you. You know, because of Javon. Yeah, he clearly wasn't talking to y'all. Now, all of you at this point have seen another yellow explosion on the asteroid. Shay turns back around. What's weird though is that there's another one closer, right in center view, but it's green. The explosion is green. Colin. The reactor? Colin, your comms device. Can I, like, perceive? In just a second. Colin, your comms device also buzzes. And you have (laughs) a notification. So you can... You can read it if you want. You can read it if you want. It's the same deal. I'm going to put it in your... I learned things. I know how this works. I'm going to put it in your thing. There we go. And it should be there. Just says Colin. Oh, man. <laughs> Colin's reaction. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you get three options. Yeah. You don't tell anybody. You, you tell just the listeners, or you, or you can tell all of us. Um, I'm holding on to this one. You're not going to say anything. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Dr. Okay, give me a mysticism or physical science check. Uh, Sure. Okay. That's a physical science 25. 25. Crushed it. In your head. The green seems like it is part of the reactor, but the way it's moving, you think that maybe there was something going on in one of the rooms you didn't go in, or there's something going on here where it's not just the it's not just the nuclear energy. There's also this quantum energy that somehow the troll got infused with. And it seems like that the whatever explosions were there have hit that area. And now the explosions have this quantum Whoa. nuclear energy in them. Kelly, rather, hears. Mm-hmm. You get a notification on your data pad. Oh, okay. It seems like it's some sort of audio message. And you could probably put it up to your ear and listen. You got three options. Do you just want to hear it and I'll cut <laughs> it and I'll read it to you? Do you want everyone to hear or do you want uh, sorry do you want the listener to hear or do you want all of us to hear? But why, why do I have to choose before receiving it unlike everyone else? Oh, because no, it's all, audio. All, it is actually yeah. audio. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. To, to be fair, like, I'm willing to tell you guys if you're willing to, like, do, co- you know, was it cognitive dissonance on it and, and make sure your characters don't understand there's nothing going on. Uh, all right. Uh, let's let's let the listener hear this. Let's okay, let I'll the take listeners hear this. Y'all okay. take off your headphones, please. 
Okay, you take off your headphones. It seems like it was buried in your data pad. Comes up. You put it up to your ear. You're watching these explosions, but maybe you kind of turn away because the voice that you hear is familiar. You hear start of the audio. Sir, you are you are not going to believe my luck. I I might have just discovered something that would be of immense use to you if uh, you're not getting my messages, sir. Are you, I I don't know where this is going. This is this is going to be my last message to you. It's been too long and I I don't know where you are if well if this finds its way to you, sir, if you hear this, then you know where to meet me. And it ends. Alright, cool. So that was rolling. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I love it. Seems like it was a message from yeah. Cool. Oh man, I wish I could read lips. I <laughs> John, John, so John read something off. I'm assuming because I saw John talking and waving his hands. It looked intense. Can't believe we have to listen to this episode to now, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> know what's going on at this point? Maybe all of you are suddenly in your own world as these thoughts are happening. But on the view screen, the cluster of green explosions, these little dots, kind of. And I'm making sounds that you wouldn't hear. They coalesce as part of the asteroid begins to silently detonate with this green explosion, painting the entire bridge in this synthetic, eerie green hue. Then it's followed by another second equally massive green explosion that rips the other half of the asteroid apart into two massive green halves. Then the explosion slows down and all of you feel time slow down as everything around you comes to a crawl. You are flooded with a memory of Frog's body in that first room as he's, his body's flying towards Rick when you first meet him. You recall the discovery of the stewards and the hope that it brought. You recall the olfactory nose with bittersweet memories. You recall meeting Colin, finding another possible survivor here. All of these strange circumstances and a tingling begins at the base of your spine and moves up to your head and you are all level five. Nice. Yes. <laughs> you hear a voice. It's Narla's. She's looking at you. Hey, hey, are you okay? You're, you're just standing there. Are you, what's going on? When someone else's voice, someone else's voice says, what? what's happening out there? What's happening? No. And points to the view screen. As you realize, it wasn't just your perception that was slowing down. The green explosions are beginning to move slower. They're beginning to actually come to a halt and freeze in space. And then they begin to reverse as if being sucked back into the asteroid as the rock begins to fold in on itself, moving in these hyper shapes before it just blinks out of existence. No debris, no residue, no hint that this asteroid ever existed. Just darkness 
and silence aboard the Void Crier. And Narla's voice says, Well, that's that. End of book two. Oh, what? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> what an ending. Man. <laughs> <laughs> At least Good we're game, out of there. Oh my god. At least we're out of there. Wild, wild stuff. Yeah. Wild stuff. What could happen next? Hostile takeover of the Void Cryer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to be around some people that are not out to get us or not fake people in some way or yeah. have things yeah, in the back of their heads. Maybe nice. I hope this is them. I really want to know if like <laughs> Man, the rest of crazy. the asteroids folded back in on themselves. Like what? It sounded like they've interacted with the Greys a whole lot. Like, is this normal or is this just... Like, it just seemed like that asteroid did it. It's just... Cutting-edge Grey technology. fail-safe for their, their Grey base so that nobody captures it. it yeah, book three, weird stuff starts happening on the Void Crier, and then we jettison from it, and then book four is us back in the same I would majority. Yep. Oh my god. Shut down the reactor. <laughs> <laughs> Threefold conspiracy book four, Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Groundhog. Book six day. is identical to that one. We'll just one, be like so. trying to save Frog the entire time. This time will be yeah. different. Okay. Not the Belita. <laughs> my gosh. I, I think the listeners need to like give them crap all over Discord. Yeah. Like, what, what was it? Tell us everything. We need to know. It's not fair to, sh- to like, keep it to yourself. We should all reveal it at the appropriate time, I'm yeah, sure. That's, I'm, I'm properly shook by mine. But it's one of those, like, we uh, once, once we get a bit more context for for Colin's backstory, I'll probably drop it. That's, Man, that was mine my feels plan. so boring in context of, from all this, like, <laughs> intrigue. Um, I think last thing to leave on and next week we're going to probably release uh, Plot Armor 2.0 and then after that we're jumping into a short session of Joker's Delight yep. which I will be running so stick around for that and then we're going to roll right back into this and, and book three is going to come on hard I'm sure uh-huh. but yes thank you thank you everyone for listening thank you very this much been a blast. thanks for sticking with us through book two more of you have been joining us as book two has been going on it's been awesome so it's been a fun adventure, indeed. And a bit of a mind. <laughs>